0: Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Hope everything's going well. A lot of things kind of working in the news. Weird stuff going on. but uh, And we're going to
1: talk about it all right here
0: Uh, on this very program. There's
1: there's more weird than we have time to talk about. (laughs) That's true. Um, Did you happen to watch? I don't watch it anymore. I guess some people do, but nowhere near as many people watch it today as they did like 30 years ago. Saturday Night Live.
0: You well, watch as a matter of fact, I don't watch the program at all because it's all political wokeness, uh, unlike the original,
1: uh, the way it started, but either way, you know, I had a chance. I tried almost, almost connected with the, the writing staff, uh, on the original Saturday night, Saturday night live. I, uh, I was working in New York and I had aspirations to, to write also, and, uh, I had submitted some sample scripts to Lorne Michaels, and you know this is my timing. This was nineteen, I believe, seventy-seven, mm-hmm. and um, they they proceeded to go on strike. Honest to God, they went out for a season. People forget about this, but the only time I submitted my stuff to Saturday, Saturday Night Live, and <laughs> they go on strike. When it doesn't matter, yes. But anyway, uh, they're still around. I think he's still yeah. producing it. and um, they they did a segment on you know, the three college presidents who were speaking in front of Congress this uh, past week, and uh, Elise Stefanik really took him to task. And it was a terrific uh, a job on her part. But because Saturday Night Live is liberal, they decided not to go after the college presidents who were obviously uh, wrong. They went after Elise Stefanik uh, in their their skit. Here's how uh, some of it went. Listen.
2: You're watching C SPAN. Later, is Taylor Swift now dating Marco Rubio? But first, testimony from three university presidents on the subject of anti Semitism on college campuses.
3: Thank you. We're joined today by the heads of three of our most esteemed universities. The president of MIT, Sally Kornbluth.
4: I've never been more afraid to be anywhere. The president of UPenn, Elizabeth McGill. Can I just resign now? Not
3: yet. And the president of Harvard, Dr. Claudine Gay. Thank you. Dr. Gay, would you like to do a quick joke about your name to get it out of the way? would. Dr. Gay sounds like a molly dealer on Fire Island. <laughs> Thank you. Now I'll turn it over to mega-superstar Elise Stefanik from New York, who's been pacing the hallways listening to Lose Yourself by Eminem.
4: Miss <laughs> Stefanik. Thank you, Chairwoman. Now, I'm gonna start screaming questions at these women like I'm Billy Eichner. <laughs>
5: Anti-Semitism, yay or nay? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? against the Code of Conduct for Harvard? Well,
4: it depends on the context. (gasps) What? (laughs) That can't be your answer, you pen lady. Same question, yes or no? Well, we are serious about stopping all forms of hatred, anti-Semitism, Islamophobia. (laughs) The second one, MIT lady, chance to steal. And keep in mind, if you don't say yes, you're gonna make me look good, which is really, really hard to do. So I'll ask you straight up, do you think genocide is bad? Could I submit an answer in writing at a later date? (laughs) Am I winning this hearing? (laughs) Somebody pinch me.
1: (laughs) I gotta, I gotta stop it because we'll lose whatever listeners we have. You know.
0: I think we, yeah, we we could have lost a whole bunch right there. <laughs> I, I mean, have to with tell one you,
1: sip of Copy, it sucked. By oh, the way, oh awful! Bill. the writing is horrendous now on yeah. Saturday Night Live. They they used to write really good stuff, and uh, this is terrible stuff. I I can't imagine they would pay well, these guys. Ooh. Well, you know, here's
0: something to to consider and. I thought about turning it into a funny little bit that I would throw out there, but the simple fact is everyone talks about the news, the news, the news, the news said this, the news said that, Saturday Night Live said this. so And they love to fact-check everything. So I fact-checked the news on a generic level just to go, which way does the news lean? And I used a liberal tool to do it. NBC? Left. CBS? Left. ABC? Left. MSNBC? Left. CNN? Left. Oh, yes, in Saturday Night Live. Left. In other words, all the media is left-leaning. There is no neutral, non-biased voice. It is all to the left. Everything that... Every little stinking squibbly liberal out there goes.
1: Well, the news said I heard it on CNN, and you know CNN is right. You know, you know they're left. You listen to that bit, right? I it having sucked. having worked in New York, you know, they, this is the it was true when I was working there, and that was a long time ago, and it's true now that they live in their own little world in New York City. See this, New York. And then there's the wilderness, which starts just beyond the New York border, New York City yeah. border. They think of themselves as being elitist. Uh, I, would, I would venture to say that most of the viewers of Saturday Night Live uh, who were watching that skit don't know what a molly dealer on Fire, fire Island means. Okay, that, that was supposedly a joke that got some laughs. You understand? They have a laugh uh, screen, a laugh sign. They flash. Oh, yeah. uh, they flash in the audience. To, this is where you should laugh, and they go, ha, "Ha ha ha!" You know, they even the audience probably doesn't know what a molly dealer in Fire Island is. Can I make a confession? What's that?
0: I, I don't have a freaking clue. What molly
1: that is. dealer sells drugs on Fire yeah. Island. Fire Island is a known gay community. Has been for decades. It was well, Molly is was... a
0: sex drug
1: then, right? So it, it is a it is a yeah. it is uh, an in joke, a joke that really mm. doesn't uh, connect with. I'll bet uh, a fraction of the uh, their audience. But hey, uh, they throw it in there anyway. You would think that the editor of the show, the person or the producer or the director would look and say, that joke doesn't work nationally. I mean, how how do you think the guy out in Des Moines is going to relate to a Molly dealer? On Des Fire doesn't
0: exist in their in their mind no it maybe doesn't. on California goes because you know California is separate uh, separated from the real world by a mountain range yeah you know they're they're, they're a land all to themselves and it's um, it's almost well you know what uh actually California's inbred inbred idiots you know they they it's uh, just they crazy they
1: out they, there. they, they uh, uh, that was the Saturday Night uh, Live bit, which was getting a lot of press and play. I would venture to say that more people saw that bit on replay on talk shows than actually watched it on uh, on the program live. Well, I even noticed in mainstream news,
0: which is left-leaning, said it tanked. So, yeah. you know, I mean, if it don't float, it don't float. And... Nope. Uh... That one, that bit needs to be flushed
1: away. That went and, over uh, like a pregnant pole Walter, as they would say. Um, yep. Another thing, Bill, we talked about this yesterday. Uh, there's a movie that we actually, we, we said we were going to do our homework and we were going to watch it. I did not. I got caught up in a lot of different things, and I guess you had some... Uh, Dental procedures that took you away from everything. Yesterday. I had a
0: cranky nerve and a tooth, yeah. you know, and I didn't lose a tooth, but the cranky nerve it let
1: itself be known, cranky no more. Yeah.
0: But I, I, they, they, my mouth feels like a pincushion. Well, and I went to sleep. Well,
1: know. then that's a justifiable reason for not watching this stupid movie. But uh, I did some research and I, I, I listened to some reviews from different people about this movie and um, there was this lady who watched it and I want to play her short review L- listen sure. Listen to what she said about this movie it's called Leave the World Behind it's on Netflix
4: we watched a movie called Leave the World Behind I'm not a big movie watcher but my husband is but I usually just sit in here and read while he watches whatever But I tuned into this one it's a new movie just released on Netflix and it's based off of this book and it was produced by the Obamas and unsurprisingly there are a lot of Essentially, the movie is about the downfall of civilization and how it's done in three steps. First step being that the government is going to be toppled from within. Next one, that it's going to be littered with disinformation and misinformation to confuse the masses and to create chaos. The third step, if the first and second step are done correctly, is going to cause basically a civil war, causing the paranoid and problematic to start turning on each other. This movie is just full of Easter eggs. One part in the movie where self driving Teslas are directed to crash into the ins and the outs of the city to block anybody from getting in or escaping out. You pay attention, in the movie, there's this mural behind the bed, and the mural changes throughout the mood of the movie. So it starts off as calm, but then as the movie intensifies, it gets more rough and more stormy. There is a very obvious Friends reference all throughout the movie. The little girl is obsessed with the last episode of Friends called How It Ends. Which is interesting because the star of the movie, Julia Roberts, also dated Matthew Perry way, way back. Matthew Perry, who also passed away earlier this year movie also references like billionaires and their bunkers and it references the cabal on way more than one occasion. The heart of it is that the cabal has fallen and so nobody is in charge and this is what's leading to the fall of the United States of America, essentially. This is the message that everybody gets on their TV when it happens. It has a very predictive programming feel to it. Let me know, have you seen it? What other things did you notice?
1: Okay, that's a woman who saw the movie. There were a lot of Easter eggs. Did you happen to catch who the producers of uh, this uh, movie on? Uh, Michelle or? and
0: Barack. And yeah. I think I have a comment on that because he's got a... He's got a production company now and he's been hired to do a bunch of movies and uh, he's got a book. But I don't know if it's this movie or one of the other ones, but I think it was this movie. There's a scene in there where a couple is laying in bed and this is the line from Barack's book and into the movie. uh, I'll paraphrase it because, you know, he goes, don't trust white people.
1: Wait a second. Wait, Bill? Bill?
4: I'm asking for you to remember that if the world falls apart, trust should not be dulled out easily to anyone, especially white people. Even mom would agree with me on that.
0: That's. And, you know, in the even movie. I think everybody would agree that Barack and Michelle are racist. End of story. No questions need to be asked. No defense needs to be put up there. The words matter. You just called yourself a racist because you, you know, have said. You know, you're, you you don't like white people. Well, thank you. They produced this movie. I don't...
1: Word is, Bill, that the the, pre- the director of this movie kept going to Barack Obama for advice on how to direct it. This, this is the what they're saying uh, on the Internet. They're saying that the, the director didn't just rely on his own instincts and guts. He would go for a second opinion from Barack Brock, by the way, you have to remember that uh, in 2005, he was mm-hmm. an unknown with no money. Now he's a multimillionaire, a multimillionaire producing motion pictures, which he's never done before. It's
0: amazing. And, and you know what? He didn't become a multimillionaire be, until uh, Oprah Winfrey touted his name on her TV show and kept touting and touting and touting. And then when that wasn't enough, she touted some more, and he did become president. But, you know, that was a, a long time ago. Yeah. But the effect of what he did during that time, you can't
4: repair.
1: i got to play this one more time for uh, the audience. Listen, this is the line that Bill was just talking about.
4: I'm asking for you to remember that if the world falls apart, trust should not be dulled out easily to anyone, especially white people. Even mom would agree with
1: me on that. We didn't make that up. That's that's actually a clip from this movie, Leave the World Behind. Now, because... And that
0: came from Barack. I went and looked. And so, you know what? does Now, what does that make me, a, a white guy, do? Well, I don't hate black people. I don't hate Chinese people. I don't hate Indian, Asian, or anybody. But I do despise and think it's despicable that... He would put his signature on that, being a former president of the United States, and therefore, uh, I, you know, I think that we, as you know, mankind, need to stand up against filth like that. That thing needs to be taken off TV, and he needs to be don't don't buy anything. It's not going to happen.
1: It's not going to happen because it's burn their books. It's Netflix. Now we were talking about this yesterday. I probably am going to try to start watching this so that I can uh, have a better idea of what, what we're dealing with here because it's, it's kind of like what we do now. We have to know what the opposition is putting out there. But based upon all the reviews that I've seen and that, that dialogue that we took from the movie, uh, it sounds like it's nothing more than pure leftist Woke propaganda. There's one line that that I didn't play because the audio wasn't great. But the guy says, you know, you know what's worse than having a cabal out there and some secret group running what's happening behind the scenes? And the person goes, what? There being nobody out there deciding what's going on behind the scenes. So what they're basically doing, because there is, well,
0: look. Obama's got, uh, works in his pajamas from an office right close to the Capitol. So he's never really left there. You know, and I'll say it's rumors that he works with, uh, the, the deep state, mm-hmm. the cabal. So are they softening us to get ready for, look, you, all you got is us, the cabal, and we're better than nothing.
1: I think what this movie is, in all honesty, is a preview of what's going to happen down the road, and they're trying to tell everybody out there that uh, it's all happening. It's not a planned, a planned attack on us. It's just uh, a random act, you know, that we lost the Internet, and now we've had to take over, and other people have tried to do certain things. and You know, um, this says to me that they're desperate. They are desperate. Well, they, if we they're lose losing the
0: internet be, because what, the government now has control of the internet. Um, with them taking that over, if they take the internet away, will we get it back? They control the media. They control the licenses. I don't think now we'll see have it have like internet, we see do it they now. Shut it down.
1: I don't think that the internet that we we have now, where supposedly we can do anything we want to. I think there will be. Uh, an incredible amount of restrictions. For example, opposition a podcast, uh, podcasts by people like you and I, where we are free to speak our mind, uh, I don't think they'll be allowed if uh, they get their way. I think only certain people with certain messages will be allowed to speak to the public if they get their way. Mm-hmm. And Well,
0: uh, you know what? I mean, there, there are other ways. I mean, they're going to monitor all communications, but... If you go and, uh, let's say, well, you can get a ham license, get a ham radio. You can get the, I forget, I, I, I don't know the exact, GRPS. It's kind of like that, but it has a 40, 50-mile range. Get those. You know what? Form our own Bill. private media.
1: Yeah, but that'll be a pittance compared to the reach the Internet has. When you think about, well, for example, we have listeners in England, and uh, in Ireland and in Germany and Spain. Uh, and they hear us in those countries just like they hear us in the neighboring state or town. Uh, it's wow. that good. I mean, you get a a, a, a ham radio and, uh, you know, you get some people out there listening, but you won't have the people you have the potential of reaching now. I mean, guys like, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Joe Rogan uh who has supposedly millions and millions of people listening uh he would oh, have nobody drawn. on the internet i mean on uh, ham radio uh but yeah, anyway I don't know.
0: there's there's got to be somebody's got to figure out something i mean now you would think elon musk was uh would he's got satellites he's got uh, he's got money but but do you, you think know, they wouldn't take him up him.
1: yeah do you think they wouldn't take him up bill oh no i think they
0: absolutely wouldn't i think you know uh, Kid Rock said that uh, Donald Trump is the toughest man in the world, and I agree with him because, you know, you might you might have your opinions of Donald Trump, but you if you step back and just be real for a minute, I don't care if you're a liberal, all right. So Bill in Detroit and all of those people out there, they go, oh, blah, blah, blah. listen very carefully, think of all the things that he's been accused of and every foul thing that you condone that has been thrown at him, yet he still stands. You know, it hits him like he's Teflon, and it falls off. You're going, could you take that kind of beating that he's taking, yet he stands and he keeps going. With a smile. So, With a smile. So how do you do that? And that doesn't mean that there's some secret thing that he knows about that you don't know about, and you got to get him down. You know, the simple fact is, he believes in his cause, and if you say he believes in being a crook, well, that's what you want to believe, and that's what you choose. But the simple fact is he is a strong man. Now, things are shaping up in the Republican side, and they're not shaping up for Joe. Joe's numbers continue to tank. He's down to thirty something percent approval rating or 40%, and that's it. Trump is way ahead. Astounding numbers, depending on who you talk to, somewhere in the 60s to 70%. I
1: got a uh, the next r- I got the latest CNN numbers. and They're talking about it on CNN yesterday. This had to be hard for them to swallow. Listen,
3: here to help break it all down. What it all means is CNN's Isaac Dever. Isaac, good morning. Thank you so much for being uh, with us. Um, these Mark are guessing. some rough numbers uh, for the president, especially in Michigan. Um, what do you see here?
2: Look, the the fundamental proposition of Biden in 2020 was that he'd be able to win back Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, which Trump won in 2016 that he's 10 points back in Michigan is obviously not where people would want to see Joe Biden, who want to see him elected. And wouldn't, it's not where the Biden campaign wants to see things. Uh, the Biden campaign contends about polls like these, that they have not yet started to really campaign and people haven't really focused on the election and thinking about Trump back in the White House. But 10 points is obviously a significant margin in a, a state that, is pretty close to a must win for for Joe Biden in Michigan. And, and Georgia is a state that uh, they, in the, in the Biden campaign, are hoping can stay blue. Uh, of course, it only was a 12,000-vote win for him uh, in, in 2020.
3: And if that goes back into the Trump column, that's very good news for Donald Trump. So, uh, Isaac, one of the big problems we're seeing here— um, for the president is that a quarter of democratic voters in both states disapprove of the job that president biden is doing you can see these numbers are pretty stark um there i mean yes obviously he has significant approval from democrats 75 77 percent, but that's one in four democrats who don't think he's doing a great job um it, it this seems like a democratic base problem in some ways no
2: Well, look at this. People are clearly frustrated with uh, where the country is at this point. Uh, There are a lot of Democrats who uh, are not feeling so enthused by Joe Biden uh, or by the the prospect of the 2024 election at all. Uh, What Joe Biden has said throughout his career, he made a joke of this, don't compare me to the alternative or to the almighty, compare me to the alternative. That seems like that is going to be a big part of how He hopes to win what would be the last election of his life here and saying, you may not be fully happy with me. You may have a lot of frustrations with where things are. You may have wished for another candidate. But by the time that they get to voting uh, by uh, next fall, saying, would you really want Trump back in the White House? And and making that uh, a real push uh, to get those voters who are saying they're disengaged or saying they're drifting away to come back and be there for Biden.
3: I mean, this does really seem to be a battle uh, around who they can can convince to vote. I mean, I want to put up another interesting finding from this poll, which is that voters who say that they didn't vote in 2020 and say they're going to vote in this election or could vote in this election. They are breaking toward Trump right now, according to uh, this poll. Um, Does the Biden campaign have any concerns that I mean, we have a history here of Donald Trump engaging uh, people who historically just didn't engage in politics at all. Are they worried about that phenomenon playing out again in 2024?
2: Well, sure. Uh, Donald Trump has shown in the 2016 election and the 2020 election that he can turn out voters in a way that uh, no one else can, including his own base. Right? They didn't show. People did not show up for Republicans uh, in the midterms in 2018 or in 2022 the way they showed up for Donald Trump in 2016 or even in 2020. Now, the issue that the the Biden campaign likes to talk about here is that people haven't really wrap their minds around the idea that Donald Trump could be coming back as president. They haven't really thought through what that means and haven't remembered all of what happened over the course of his four years in office. They aim to remind people of that and to make that a really big part of what they do in uh, the the campaign year starting in just a couple of weeks now. Uh, They feel like we'll get past the Republican primaries, we'll see who the nominee is. If indeed it is Donald Trump, then it will start to be a real focus on reminding people on everything about the trump presidency and whether that was uh things that were going on in immigration things that were going on in national security uh just the the daily uh, drama of donald trump in the white house and try to make that much more present in people's minds and much more immediate in people's minds feeling like that will uh, lead to them turning away from donald trump yeah
3: um
1: did you hear that pollster did you hear how he uh, he ends that uh, little bit there he he says uh, people will be reminded of what it was really like during the Trump right. administration. Uh, yeah, we had uh, he's, he's we setting had setting things we, up. Yeah, we had a healthy economy. We had a defense. We had borders. We didn't go to war. We were drilling and, and, and producing our own oil. Uh, what mm. is it that you're talking about? That was the problem with the Trump administration, you know. Well, but this guy does see that he gets his money his money from CNN, so he can't come out and. Totally endorsed.
0: Well, there's a lot going on there, and, you know, I'll probably back the bus up a little bit, but, you know, she goes, well, you know, only 25% of dem- Democrats there disapprove. Actually, all those numbers, although favor Trump, they are dwarfed in what they really are. So keep that in mind. The Democrats are worried. They've got a problem with Joe Biden, but they've got a real problem with Donald Trump and the will of the people. But what they're doing is setting everything up. Now, one of the things that happened yesterday in the news is in the Supreme Court where Jack Smith is going, okay, it's got to go the question about January 6th. Now, it's interesting, and the Supreme Court said, yes, we will get to it quickly and answer it. But don't hold your breath that it's going to go pro-Trump because the question is not what's at hand. What's at hand is they want to sit there and prosecute him for january 6th but that was not the question that the supreme court has to answer and even they said yeah this is this is really trying to use this this as a mechanism to put the guy in jail and jack smith uh, jack smith said we're gonna get him in jail i think so- the question
1: in front of the supreme court is does he have presidential I- immunity right. you know
0: right that can a, can a president be prosecuted period for
1: a crime there he, he they're was going to- he was president of the United States when these accusations supposedly you know took place um, and and also the thing that they want is they want to expedite it they want to make sure that they stay on right. track so that they have him tied up in court uh, I believe in March, which is when Super Tuesday is going to be, and well, I th- he has think, to be there.
0: Yeah, I think they're going to uh, they're going to try to get the Supreme Court answer this week, and chances are, the the wrong question can a president or a standing president or even a former president be prosecuted? I would say yes, they can. Now that's precluding. That there's any charge surrounding that 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 has yet to be determined or determined. January 6 is a no-brainer. He wasn't guilty of it. But what they want to do is they want to say you don't have that as a defense. They want to take that out because they know they got the judges to say they're all Democrat appointees, and they say, guilty, 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 guilty. Don't look Let's for take a,
1: don't look for an answer from the Supreme Court until at least January 5th. January 5th. That's but when they meet next. Yeah,
0: they they took they did take it and say that right. you know, they but, took it yesterday. It was presented yesterday. But, but they're not going to be now,
1: able to, to rule on it until January 5th. So
0: Now, there is another interesting play. I mean, we know Trump is sitting out there polling 70% or better. And then you got, well, you got the other contenders. Well, Nikki has already said she's pulling to Trump. The Iowa uh, caucus, the uh, debate coming up there, she hasn't committed. So she's probably not going to Vivek and um, uh, Christy haven't qualified and may not. Therefore, there's probably not going to be a debate there, which means they're going to fade into the woodwork and it's going to be Nikki out there. And I don't think she's got the stamina. And either way, Trump will probably take the vivid Well,
1: she's being backed big time by uh, the the Rhinos and uh, the, the Fox News channels. You Watch how, how Fox supports uh, Nikki. They, they want her to be the Republican nominee. So uh, Well,
0: then we've lost. We, if she goes forward, you know, mm-hmm. we've lost. And sorry, you know, you know, they threw a lot of dirt at Trump. Nikki has got some dirt out there, what, and it's big-time dirt.
1: You know, I thought what was interesting uh, over the weekend is uh, the Biden administration, the Biden campaign, announced that uh, one of their point people is going to be Hillary Rodham Clinton. Yeah, okay, she's going to. You got to be pretty desperate well, to go no, to Hillary I, for help. I was thinking about this though, Bill. Think about this. There's a lot of speculation that in the long run, Joe's not going to actually be running uh, for yeah. whatever for any number of reasons. So she steps in. That's exactly right. So what happens mm-hmm. if she's out there campaigning for Joe, and if she's carrying the Democratic banner, and then Joe, for whatever reason, cannot complete his run? Who's the next really in line, the next uh, obvious one? It's Hillary. It's Hillary yeah. that uh, has the, the the banner. So and uh, she's— Here's some— I, I'll here's tell you some, something. Joe, I would be very careful uh, what you drink and eat, okay? Yeah. Have a taste tester, a food te- uh, tester, because— hey. Well, you know, he, he had an aneurysm a long, long time ago, and he thinks that— uh, that
0: uh, Marine One was sent by Ronald Reagan yeah, saw to that. fly him, and that, it, yeah. that never happened. But th- one of the things I've noted by women that voted for Trump and like Trump, you know, and they're not really Hillary fans, but they're going, well, you know, if it's Joe, Kamala, or Hillary, I'll take Hillary. Hillary, because they say, at least she's smart.
1: Well, she's coy. Let's put it that way. I was just thinking that
0: was the word. She is coy, and she's evil and deceitful. Well, yeah, she's smart, but she's coy, evil, and deceitful. Let's talk
1: about Joe's uh, cognitive ability. Yesterday, he got up in front of a crowd uh, at the White House, and Joe said this.
2: We know this year's Hanukkah is different. It's been 65 years since the deadliest day of the Jewish people since the Holocaust. 65 years.
1: Did you hear that? He said yeah, 65, 65 years. years. It's I been got a question 65 days, Joe. Is hey. he a confused time traveler? I do not I do not know. I don't know. Really?
0: Uh, no, I'm serious. Is he, you uh, know, in his mind, and now, you know, we talked about the aneurysm and stuff. You know, the people that have had aneurysms, they don't really, you know, you can do certain corrections, but they don't always really go away. Did his really go away, or is it a real problem right now? They don't want to talk about his his uh, last medical exam, you
2: yeah, know. And no.
0: everyone's all the signs are there that this guy needs to be in a diaper in a nursery, a uh, nursing home.
1: Well, he is uh, he is confused, and I don't think he's going to be. Uh, the candidate uh, for the Democrats in 2024. Uh, as a matter of fact, I think President Trump said recently he doesn't think Joe's going to uh, make it to the finish line either. Uh, I got to play this for you. Uh, you All were right. talking. You were talking about uh, the Democrats uh, doing everything they can to to uh, e- either incarcerate President Trump. Probably well, in take, the next two weeks. Yeah, t- well, uh, or at it, least by January fifteenth. Uh, Megan Kelly and Tucker Carlson were talking about this yesterday. Uh, it's a little long, but worth listening to. Listen to sure. what they have to say, Bill. This is
6: one of the reasons why I said if if this Judge Chutkin in D.C., this federal judge, because we assume Trump's going to get convicted in that case. I mean, the smart bet would be this D.C. jury convicts him because they hate him politically. Ninety-two percent voted for Joe Biden, and she hates him, um, that if they— if she puts him in jail pending appeal before the election, the country's going to burn. And then all this blowback. You know, all these people say, oh my God, she's calling for violence. I'm not calling for violence. But th- there is no way the Trump base is not going to be beside itself with anger at that level of deprivation of being able to simply vote for the candidate of choice. That's what's being taken away here. Like, to your point.
5: Well, yeah, and, you know, speaking of violence, that's what you're going to get. And speaking as someone who detests violence, and I've seen war, that's why I detest violence, so I spent a lot of my career trying to argue against moral wars because I think violence is the worst thing. But I'm just being honest here. If you leave people no alternative, then what do you think is going to happen? I mean, the whole point of electoral democracy is that it's a pressure relief valve that takes people who are very frustrated with the way things are going and gives them a way to express themselves, have their desires heard, and ultimately their will done to be represented in a peaceful way. And if you take that away, if you haven't staged an unfair election, which 2020 was, you know, if you you suppress information that voters need to make an informed decision, you're rigging the election and they did that. So Mm -hmm. if you keep doing that, And people are like, wait, I have no economic power. You've devalued my currency, so it's like $11 for a dozen eggs. And my vote doesn't matter anymore. Well, then what do I have? Like, what power do I have? And... You know, you're going to get violence if you keep the shit up. And that's just the truth. And I yep. am very upset about that. I don't want that to happen. I think the counter-violence will be much more extreme than the violence. But um, any rational person can see what's coming. So they have to stop this. The charges against Trump are not real. They're not even for serious crimes. I was told Trump was like a murderer and had killed a bunch of people in New Jersey or something. They, he didn't even cheat on his taxes. And they're treating him like a felon at the same time. Like, they protect, you know, Epstein until they have to murder him in his cell. It's like, it's insane, and it's all on public display. Everybody knows what's going on. So I do think the people in charge, the people who are pulling the strings on Tanya Chutkin or whatever these ridiculous front people they hire, um, those people need to really think this through a little bit. You're about to wreck the country. Don't do this, please. Yeah. And yet day
6: after day, we continue to get more ridiculous think pieces like the one I mentioned at Axios, which is very worried about the white men in Trump's imaginary second cabinet uh, that are sounding the alarm as follows. One of the terrible things we're going to see under a second Trump term. They want to target and jail their critics.
5: (laughs) Hello. Hundreds of people have gone to jail for criticizing Biden in the last election. Not honest, to mention what one. they're doing
6: to Donald Trump in four different courtrooms, criminal courtrooms, forget the civil, right now. The rest of the list is kind of funny, Tucker. This is what Axios wants us to worry about. Um, they're also threatening in a second Trump administration to, d- to deport undocumented immigrants. <laughs> Uh, Hello, Uh, to unleash the military to target drug cartels in Mexico, or possibly crack down on criminals or protesters at home. I laugh. I'm like, this is. Are they trying to drive GOP turnout here? Because this is this is not going to have the effect they intend.
5: You know, you do. I mean, I, I do think that in five years we won't have outlets like Axios or NBC News. I mean, I do think the whole edifice is crumbling. But in the meantime, you would like to get say 300 Haitian immigrants and move them by force into the home of that reporter or anybody <laughs> who doubts the verity of what it means to live in a country with no borders. Like they, they're immune from the effects of these insane country-destroying policies, and so they don't care. But it would be nice to sort of make it a little more personal for them. It's like, oh, you care so much about refugees. Here's three dozen, you're now responsible for them. No, they're not getting welfare, you're paying for them. How's that? You educate their kids. You know, you share a bathroom. Like, I I just, I'm totally over this. This is the destruction of our country. We are watching it in real time. I was born here. I have no other passport. I'm not going anywhere else. So I'm gonna have to live with this and so are my children and God willing, my grandchildren. And it's being abetted by the news media. They're not calling the shots, but they're defending them and encouraging them. And And I really do hope that they feel the sting of the things they're defending at some point. That it's not just working class whites in Southern Ohio or Vermont who are having to live with this crap. You know what I mean? It really should come to Logan Circle very soon.
1: Okay, so here's the thing. Uh they they right now are deciding whether or not uh, they want desperately to put Donald Trump in jail. And they figured that right. the DC is a done deal because it is a is a big anti-Trump city. Uh most of the people in that city voted for Biden. Uh they just don't like Trump because he's a Republican. He they they're not terribly um, educated as far as, I don't mean that they're, they just don't pay a lot of attention to the uh, the whole political landscape. They are just like uh, they were born and bred uh, Democrats in that town. That's how they are. And they want us, they would have no problem in D.C. putting him in jail. And what Tucker and, and Megan are saying is you put him in jail and you're going to tick off the the Trump base, like they've never been ticked off before, and you are probably going to see uh, some kind of violence somewhere, uh, some kind of insurrection somewhere. If you think that January 6th was bad, uh, you're going to see something a lot worse if you incarcerate uh, the, the leader of their party because they yeah. feel that they're going to— they're gonna have the chance to vote for him legally and make him their president taken away from them. You know? It's not I don't know that there's ever gonna be a fair election again. And
0: sometimes fantasy and fiction become reality. And I say that because, you know, Hollywood has a hand in everything and we talk about the Bilderbergers and, you know, the Soros' of the world and the Bill Gates and the the world uh what is it the world trade world economic forum yeah yeah all all of that stuff and they talk about one power and then i sit there and i think of you know old tv shows like you know being a trekkie and stuff and you know even they referenced a one final war you know and then all of a sudden you had this federation it was it it encompassed all the the countries of the world under one umbrella which seems like what they want to do—one, one party, one world, world government, one world government. Yep. And is that what we're really headed for? Is one world government, one world rule? You know, it's all under one umbrella. And you know, well, you, you know them- th-
1: that movie we were talking about at the top of the show, "Leave the World Behind." What they, to me, they're trying to, they're trying to present a world in this movie of fiction. That is uh, essentially they're saying, "Oh, don't believe that it's being run by people behind the scenes. It's just happenstance." That's what they're trying to say. But in reality, it sounds like the movie was created by that one world government to to make people um, ignorant. Do you know? Well, yeah. Look look at that show
0: uh, now. Now this is the final season because people said, "Screw that." Uh, the final episode in season four for uh, Star Trek Discovery. Stacey Abrams, who yeah. was a political candidate at the time, was the chosen one to have no acting experience to be on that show. Choose right, the and president, play the, the <laughs> yeah. president of uh, the galaxy, all the planet, the galaxy, yes. and I'm sitting there going, "Wait a minute, now oh, yes. uh, we we think we think that much of ourselves on yeah. this planet." Number one and number two, I think if we go to that one world rule thing, which I think we're kind of headed there, I don't think that uh, that position of president really would exist in that world and nor would you know joe blow the common man have a chance to ever become that unless you're part of the elite which is you know now all of a sudden you're kind of chose your chosen your destiny well you didn't pass a certain test i'm sorry it didn't come from a certain family uh, you are a laborer you are this you are that that's
1: communism you know what i find funny is is that the the woke left always tries to make it sound like the radical right is the violent side but when you look honestly at what's going on in our world the riots in 2020 that wasn't done by the radical right that was done by BLM and Antifa uh known left is people they are they're from the left and they they are not from quote the right side. They weren't Trump supporters that were burning down buildings. And, you know, I'm going to play a little montage. This is from the, this is Democrats. Okay. This is, if you voted for Biden and if you are a Democrat, these are people from your side of the ledger. Listen.
4: I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. There needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there's unrest in our lives. you got to be ready to throw a punch. You have to be ready to throw a punch.
0: Donald Trump, I think you need to go back and, and punch him in the
4: face. That I thought he should have punched him in the face. I feel like punching him. Like I'd like to take him behind the gym if I were in high school. <laughs> if
1: you were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him.
5: No, I wish you were in high school, I could take him behind the gym. I will go and take Trump out tonight. Take them out now. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. And you push back on them and you tell them
6: they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. Please, get up in
1: the face of some Congress people. People will do what they do. I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind, and you will pay the price. We're going to
4: go in there,
5: we're going to impeach the (laughs) Hey! This is just a warning to you Trumpers. Be careful. Walk lightly. And for those
4: of you who are soldiers, make them pay. If you had to be stuck in an elevator with either President Trump, Mike Pence, or Jeff Sessions, who would it be? Does one of us have to come out alive?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about you, but I'm tired I'm tired of threats. You know, first of all, I was listening to all those people, Maxine Waters, Chuck Schumer, uh, Hillary Clinton. They should all be
0: in jail right now. Why why
1: aren't they? Why aren't they? Well, Because they're
0: Democrats and they're the elite and they control the people that would throw you in jail. If I said that about one of them, I would be behind bars. It 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 is annoying
1: to hear these people getting away with this, these constant threats. Well, that's the problem. That's the problem. You have Maxine Waters... Who has said things? She has no problem with taking out the president. Now, if I said I'm going to take out the president, I'd have the the uh, Secret Service and the FBI at my front door, because she's Maxine Waters and a Democrat. She can say it without consequence. Joe Biden says he would take him out behind the the building and punch him out. By the way, Donald Trump is about six foot six, and uh. Well, he, he's, he's a pretty strong guy. And I would I would like to see that uh, match. I'd pay money to see Donald well, Trump versus jo- uh, Joe Biden. Holy smokes. Well, Joe, by saying what he said, I wish
0: I were back in high school because I'd take him out behind the school and beat him up. Well, yeah. Wait a minute, Joe. You know, are you encouraging violence in school?
1: Well, I mean, you're, you're, you, you just I, said it's okay. There's no when conse- you're in school. You, you just said it a little while ago. There's no consequences if you're Democrat, right? You know. Yeah, you, you but, but but
0: you know, you're talking out of both sides of your mouth here, Joe. You know, and you're the president of the free world, you know, and and you're making us look
1: like a bunch of rear-end clowns. Well, it is annoying and upsetting, and I think, but I do think, one thing, when you listen to Megyn Kelly and Tucker, I do think that you have pushed uh, the Trump supporters, and there are millions, you have pushed them and pushed them, it's like taking a stick and prodding them and sticking them again, and sticking them again, and you think, okay, they can't be any more prodding, but then you stick them again. And I think if you end up putting Trump in jail, I think you're making a big mistake. I don't want to see it either. I don't want to see anyone hurt or any violence, but I'm sorry when you have uh, 100 million people supporting you from all over the country, and all of a sudden you incarcerate for no reason honest and just reason, their leader, uh, all bets are off.
0: Well, you know, and that's why they want to take away the guns, you know, and do that. It's not because of this or that. Uh, And I have questions about a lot of things going on with that. But they want to take it away because they think that's the only thing that we got that's going to keep them at bay. They think they take away our guns. That's it. They can march all over us because they got the guns. Let me tell you something. We don't need the guns, we don't, and that's not an invitation to take them away. But if the people and the masses want to sit there and take you on, we can take you on. There's other
1: tools. The thing is, uh, you know, it's a lot harder when you have no weapons. Uh, the the Germans, yeah, the Germans during World War II, took the the weapons away from their people. Uh, the Soviets took the weapons away from their people when you have uh, a, a a citizenry that doesn't have access to uh, any kind of weapon for protection then they are uh, a compliant citizenry I mean you know you're not gonna you're gonna think twice about attacking uh, the castle if you haven't got any sticks to to you know, to, to beat the uh, opposition with, if you have nothing but your bare hands and they have weapons, uh, it's going to be an uphill cro- uh, climb, to say the least. Uh, you see, where Christy Nome said it's about time that all the Republicans unite behind President Trump right now. Everybody should get behind Trump. You know, I think not just for the presidency bill, but I think for, uh for his legal situation, I think it would be very uh, important for everybody in the party now. It's obviously he has the votes to be the the nominee. Everybody should unite behind him right now and stand firm as he goes forth with his legal uh, problems. Well, let me
0: ask you a question. We hear the numbers and they are insurmountable. But I also know that the, the left media pads the numbers, and I think that they are so overwhelming that it's hard to even pad them to the point to where they're still overwhelming. So what I'm saying is the numbers that you're hearing are much, much bigger, but I think that they believe that no matter what, at some point in time, they've got to put a stop to them, and they don't have much of a choice but to take them out, which is... I hope they don't do that because that would be a bad move on their part. I think Megyn Kelly is right, yeah. Or you know they're going to lock him up, and again that will be a bad move.
1: Well, I agree
0: with Megyn I, Kelly. I, you have
1: to ask yourself, Bill, why are they so? Why are they still throwing money uh, after Nikki Haley or Ron DeSantis? But mostly Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis. When all is said and done, would probably be a president uh, pretty close in philosophy and, a, and uh, mannerisms to Donald Trump. And and I think they want somebody who's uh, uh, a rhino. And I think they figure Nikki Haley is it. So they're putting all their money behind Nikki Haley. But you have to ask, uh, why would they do that if they didn't think she had a shot? And I think they well, do think she has a shot.
0: Because they think that she will get the women voters because— they like Nikki and Nikki's got some skeletons in her closet and but everybody does. You know, but they're they're giving her a pass right now. Now if she became a problem, one of two things before the election, those skeletons will come out. If she got to be president, those skelet those skeletons are going to be, you know, things that Nikki, you step in line, if you step out of line, this is gonna come out and uh Good luck to
1: you. Uh, so I see where the. Uh, the Trump, just, he doesn't care. I don't know the you this. The Justice Department announced on Monday that a 30-year-old New Hampshire man has been arrested for threatening to kill GOP presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy yeah. and his supporters at a campaign event. 30-year-old Dover resident Tyler Anderson was charged with transmitting. In interstate commerce, a threat to injure the person uh, and his supporters. So uh, Ramashwamy uh, was a target, but he also says that he sent the same message out to other candidates. So this guy was a—he he didn't discriminate. He sent these threats out to uh, a lot of different people. But I guess it was really kind of directed at uh, Ramashwamy.
0: And, uh, yeah, and by the way, you know what? Sending out messages like that, no matter how you stupid. feel, it is stupid. They're gonna they're gonna come knocking at your door. They're not gonna knock nicely. They're probably just gonna kick down the door, and uh, you'll be sitting there pulling your pants up at the you know in the bathroom. And they're gonna knock you down, and they're gonna carry you out just the way they found you. Well, so don't do it. it. It's 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 you look like an idiot.
1: Yeah. You know, um, Speaking of looking like an idiot, <laughs> listen. Don't look at me when no, you no, say no, that. No, 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 no. Chicago Mayor Brandon <laughs> Johnson has uh, thought up a new plan to stop the flow of illegal border crossers into his city. Uh, Close chi- the border. That no, would no, it. no. Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson is going to have his city sue the bus companies that are transporting them into his city into his city. This is... Who put them on the bus to begin with? This is this is unbelievable. He's suing... Like if a plane flies into Chicago's O'Hare with uh, illegals on it, I guess he could sue like the airline too. If he can sue the bus companies, you got to be able to sue the airline too.
0: Can you sue him for being an idiot?
1: Well, you can. I don't think you'd win in Chicago because I don't think you'd find uh, uh, an impartial jury. But... Uh, because well, I, they, I, I, you no, know, yeah. Remember what was a sure Laurie, the Lori
0: jury goes their way?
1: His predecessor was Lori Lightfoot, you know, and we all said out here in the hinterlands, we said, "Oh, they, I'm glad they're getting rid of Lori Lightfoot. What a numbskull! Any worse? No, you can't get anybody dumber than that." And then they said, someone said, "Oh yeah, hold my beer," and they went and they proved they can find somebody who they is, found a new box of rocks. Yep, oh, <laughs> big time. <laughs> So this guy is gonna sue the bus companies. This is this is just uh, mind boggling. You know, Chicago, you pick this guy. You keep picking these people. Maybe they want they maybe them? they maybe they want numbskulls to be their leaders so that they can just run the city the way that you know, the way they wanna run the city. I'm talking about the illegal element and uh they won't have any real thinkers. <laughs> taking them in a positive direction. Well, they got some stinkers, no thinkers. That's true. I Ain't mean, that the truth? I like how you made that rhyme there, Bill. No, um, hey, you're welcome. That's uh, What I'm here for. You know, this is interesting. The CEO of IBM. Did you hear about this? James O'Keefe, who's you know, he used to be with Project Veritas, and then he had yeah. a he had a fight with them, and they broke up. He actually Didn't founded they confess pro- to something. He 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 founded Project Veritas, and. Huh. Uh, and then they got too big for their britches, and they started to hold him back. And anyway, he took off and started the O'Keefe Media Group. Well, on Monday, uh, they released a leaked video of IBM CEO Arvind Krishna uh, admitting to using coercion to fire people mm-hmm. and to take away their bonuses unless they discriminate in the hiring process, meaning... He wanted to have it so that uh, they could only fire a certain quota of people. Uh, you had to have more uh, blacks and more minorities. But don't hire too many Asians. This is what this guy was doing. And he admitted to it, and he got caught. And uh, I don't think it'll mean anything. He is the CEO, and I'm sure he'll, you know, is this um, this president of Harvard, Gay, you know, she was the uh, Uh, black lady, the minority lady who was uh, one of the three presidents on the panel uh, Mm -hmm. last week uh, being grilled by Elise Stefanik. Well, she is apparently, she's she's gay. She's a minority. And it was proven that she stole, she plagiarized the work of another minority uh, doctorate. And this this lady was on uh, she was on Newsmax over I guess last night, and Mm -hmm. she said, "Hey, I wrote this book, and the book is step by step." And apparently, this college professor uh, decided that it was it it was so good I'm going to make it mine. And she took she plagiarized the lady's book. Well, this morning I look (laughs) I look in the news, and this. This uh, president of Harvard, this woman, President Gay, she says, well, I stand by my educational theses or whatever. It was like, well, prove it. I'm standing by what I did, even if it's plagiarized, essentially. She was saying, prove it. And mm-hmm. that's the attitude the left have. They, they have no consequences for their misdeeds anymore. The left can do whatever they want to do, and they get away with it. We talked about all those threats that were made by the Democrats. We played the audio; you heard it, you heard it. You know, mm-hmm. you remember when they uh, was it? Uh, um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders was having dinner with her family at a restaurant in Virginia, and they were out just having a good evening, minding their own business, and a bunch of leftist protesters went in and not just ruined it for them, but ruined it for everybody in the restaurant. And so Sarah Huckabee Sanders and the family had to take up their stuff, leave the food, and and leave the building because they were being assailed by these fanatics. And the left thought it was a great thing. Maxine Waters, her philosophy was go into every restaurant, get in their face, is what she said. Get in their huh. face. If If Republicans were to do that to Democrats— Oh, they would be hell to pay. Well, look at Donald Trump, right? They're trying to put him in jail, but yet they're giving Biden a pass for real criminal actions, for real criminal. I mean, you have Joe Biden, who was a, essentially a traitor, a guy who was who was selling influence to the Chinese. He and his son were doing things that were absolutely illegal, and they're trying to give him a pass. But uh, Donald Trump, they make stuff up, and he's on the verge of going to jail. You tell me how there's fairness in our country right now.
0: Well, I'm going to find it interesting what they do, especially with the Supreme Court thing, because if they do rule that a president can be uh, prosecuted and can't escape from it, then that sets Joe up, too. And I still believe that Joe is going to sit there, and wave the wand and give a pass to Hunter and there's there's a bigger story here i'm almost sitting there thinking that you know you know there there, there there's some uh, chicanery going on here there, there there's 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 political mo- maneuvering like a chessboard mm-hmm. and w- there's they're they're about to make a play that
1: um well, i think they're going to put be him in le- jail I think they I think they're gonna put Trump, Trump in jail
0: yeah yeah I think they will and I think after they do that they're gonna
1: turn around and you know he's gonna pardon uh, he's gonna pardon Hunter and pardon himself I got a question for you they put let's say they put Trump in jail do you think that if there's violence it will be really from Trump supporters or will it be staged by uh By the left, will it be made? It'll be staged by the left, just like a lot of people think happened on January
0: sixth. It's theatrical. It's optics. But here's a question: I was just thinking about it while I was saying it. Okay, you know, Hunter is connected to Joe, right? Mm -hmm. And 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 the the illegality of everything that he did is connected to Joe with the money. We know that, Right. right? Yep. So if Joe pardons Hunter. Does that take all that stuff off the table and take Joe
1: himself off the hook? I, I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, if there were, if there was a bank, it, if there was a bank robbery, so- if there was a bank robbery and you made a deal with one of the bank robbers to, uh, to testify against the other guys, if that deal doesn't spread to the other guys. Do you know what I'm saying? Like you have a deal with one of the, say, three guys rob a bank. You make a deal with one guy to squeal on the other two. The other two can go to jail for the bank robbery. Even though number three was in the bank robbery and participated, he made a deal and that deal got him off. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but if that deal that got him off,
0: uh, I mean, it doesn't bar him from testifying, but he could sit there and go,
1: doesn't have to. So, well, I, I think I think that uh, I think that if Hunter is pardoned by Joe it doesn't spread to Joe. I, I think Joe can pardon himself by the way. I do think that mm-hmm. I think Joe can pardon himself. he could put a blanket pardon he could say I pardon Hunter and Joseph Biden for all yeah, acts or, yeah. and that's and that's it.
0: Yeah, he could, or pardon him and seal all the documents, or I don't
1: know. You know, well, he We're going to have a lot to talk. It's only Tuesday, folks. It's only Tuesday. Can you imagine? We got so much to talk about between right, now it's and Tuesday? Friday. It's Tuesday. Yes. Oh, I know. You kind of well, lost today with that tooth yesterday. Yeah. You
0: know, well, <laughs> uh, no, I, I will be honest. Yeah, I had a cranky nerve, and uh, yeah, and nothing's uh, worse. I, than, they thought it was the nerve. They found out it was yeah, really. Just some me.
1: people have said to me, you know, that Bill Knight guy, he's got a, he's got a nerve, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He hints, Not right? anymore.
0: That nerve is gone. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: listen, if you want to call us, our number is 833-538-7868. 833-538-7868.
0: Mail at itsanotherday.com. Mail at jimandbill.com. mail.com You can also find us at jimandbill.com. There's itsanotherday.com, just like you mentioned there. And wait, I can't keep up
1: with all uh, we this We have stuff. so many different things. It's amazing. But one thing, one thing that little... is consistent... One thing that is constant, day in, day out. And that's the closing on our program.
0: Hasta la vista, baby! We're out of here!
1: The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said.
4: From acceleration.com, it has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times.
1: I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about It's Another Day.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million?